Hello, 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 and welcome to Courageously Kind. I'm Maddie. And I'm Liz. We're twin sisters and best friends. Together, we share stories of especially kind humans doing especially kind things in hopes that these conversations motivate and inspire you to be kinder to yourself and others. When we're not speaking with an incredible guest, we'll speak directly from our hearts about what it means to us to be courageously kind. We are seriously so excited for you to hear this episode. We had the absolute honor of speaking with Father Lizzie, one of our favorite TikTokers by far. It was it was such a wonderful conversation, and honestly, we're like still gushing over it. Yeah, you know, Father Lizzie has an incredible message about love and liberation and redefining who God is. So we can't wait for you to hear our first official episode of Spirituality Sundays. Without further ado, Father Lizzie. So to get us started, would you like to just introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about who you are? Sure. So uh, my name is Lizzie. Uh, I go by Father Lizzie, Reverend Lizzie, or uh, at Rev.Lizzie on all of the <laughs> socials. <laughs> I am an Episcopal transitional deacon for seven more days, and then I will be ordained to the priesthood. Yeah! That's so exciting! Congratulations! Thank you! Thank you! Thank um, so I know y'all are, y'all are Catholic, right? So, you know, yeah. deacons and priests. Okay. So like yeah. for, for the friends listening, the, the difference is really, I am a pastor. I wear the collar. I do all the things, but, um, in my tradition, we have two ordinations. So the deacon's role is really to, um, translate the needs and, and, um, desires of the world for the church. And there's certain liturgical roles that come with that as a priest. Uh, it's not a replacement, but a cumulative ordination. And so I'll be able to, preside at the Eucharist and baptize babies and do weddings and do funerals. And um, I serve a church plant in Austin, Texas uh, called Church of the Cross, which has been an absolutely wild ride. We don't have a building and it's COVID. So we've been meeting oh on gosh. a TV set outside where they've oh, been filming a zombie fun. TV show. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a little bit about me. And um, I make TikTok videos, which is how we got connected. And I just yes. think y'all are such a delightful and kind and warm presence on the internet which can be a pretty mean place so yeah. what a to, to connect with y'all today oh my gosh well thank you so much for being here um you know like you said we connected on tiktok and we found tiktok to be you know we've i think we've landed on the right side of tiktok and we've yeah. just been embraced in such an amazing community yeah. and so we're just so excited that we get to connect with you today yeah. Yeah. um Liz has a list of questions here. What we're going to be doing is we're going to be asking the same sort of questions to each one of our guests. And the goal is just to one, get to know you a little better and to two, maybe find some commonalities between all of our different religions and spiritual backgrounds. So yeah, Absolutely. we'll get started with the first question. Yeah. So first, just tell us a little bit about your faith. You can dive into, you know, the fundamental teachings, the text to you, just anything important that we should know about like a basic rundown yeah. you know basic rundown okay this is like the question that in every ordination interview they're like how do you talk about christianity in 30 <laughs> seconds so, well. um, so i am uh first and foremost part of um the jesus movement that's kind of the the new term that we are using for uh, the episcopal branch of the jesus movement so christianity is a 2000 year old religion that spans the globe um and i think something that a lot of folks especially in the u.s get really mixed up about is that um, Christianity is, we are not monolithic. <laughs> um, we yeah. have a wide tent. Yeah, um, yeah. 
wide, wide tent. And I would say the central tenets of my faith are um, that God deeply loves us, that God is love, that God's first and final intention for all of us is to draw us more deeply into that love. And God does that through liberation. And so that is what I see as the central event in Christianity, which is the crucifixion resurrection event, which we just honored yes. with Holy Week and Easter. Happy Easter. <laughs> Happy Easter, y'all. Christ is risen. <laughs> Um, and so what I see in that is that Jesus, who was fully God and fully human, was executed by the powers of state and empire. But that's not the final word. Um, I really do not believe Jesus came to die. I believe God came to live. And so oh. the resurrection is this symbol that no power of death, nothing that we speak over each other or ourselves that puts us in the grave is going to remain. And that means liberation for those who are enslaved, liberation for the captive, liberation and freedom in Christ. Um, and as an Episcopalian, what is like slightly distinctive, um, so we read the Bible, but we also read this is my book of common prayer, um, which is in 10 seconds. Um, <laughs> the uh, In the 16th century, when the Episcopal Church sort of uh, first emerged out of the Church of England, well, the Church of England emerged in the Episcopal Church, um, this was during the era of Reformation. So um, Henry VIII was like, I would like a divorce. I'm going to be the head of the Catholic Church in England. Henry VIII really did not set out to like reform the church. He just wanted to be his own person, which is, a, I mean, not in a very nice way. Uh, <laughs> in a really terrible misogynistic way, actually. Um, but there were a lot of clergy who worked for him who were really inspired by and swept up in the Reformation movement, which was um, made distinctive by worship in the vernacular. And so the Book of Common Prayer was first published in 1549, and it is the collection of Catholic liturgies translated into um, English. So we are super Catholic in our liturgy and very reformed in our theology. I love that. Love that. Love that. Yeah. I love that so much. So that that was perfect. I mean, that was amazing. Like, I think you just totally summed it up. So <laughs> <laughs> you got it. So the next question is, what does your faith mean to you? Kind of a mm. big question, I know, but if you could sum it up. Yeah, I think most deeply, um, I, I'm going to come back to the word liberation. Uh, mm -hmm. My faith means liberation in two ways. Um, that there is no metric of this world that finally determines my worth. Not what I look like, not how smart I am, not how much money I make, uh, not how many friends I have. I mean, none of those things are the final measure of my worth because um, for freedom, Christ has set us free. Um, and through that, I am compelled to actively participate in the liberation of everyone around me. Mm -hmm. um, and so that means, um, you know, very tangent, like tangibly, like I think about the parable of the Good Samaritan or Leviticus chapter 25, which is the year of Jubilee, we are meant to make sure that people's material needs are met, that they are cared mm -hmm. for. My faith has to have kind of teeth to it, you know? Yeah. Um, but, but that, that sort of social justice focus is first mm -hmm. born out of an understanding, um, that God has liberated all of us from all, all the ways that we would like to stay uh, captive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know? That's a wonderful way to say it. I love, I love what you said about self-worth and mm -hmm. how there is, there's like no way to, to measure it. Yeah. That really struck a chord in me. And I love too, I, 
We're kind of going off top. I love what you said about the Jesus movement. Yeah, yes, I did too. All the time I feel like Christians forget about Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> they forget yeah. about you know, his fundamental teachings. And I just love, I love that church Jesus movement. Yeah, I do too. I yeah i, I gotta give credit where credit is due that's a, a presiding bishop michael curry i don't know if y'all did y'all see the royal wedding between harry and megan several yes! years ago yes yes oh so my he gosh. preached yes yeah that was so cool. he he's like my super boss like he doesn't know me i mean he's yeah he's pretty far up the chain but he's he doesn't know you yet term. so <laughs> the, i love that oh, oh i love that i love him too oh my gosh Tell us a little bit about your personal spiritual journey. Um, do you have a conversion story? Uh, were you raised in faith? How did you come to be where you are now? Yeah, so I was baptized Roman Catholic into a big Irish Catholic family and spent the first 10 years of my life um, very, very happily uh, in the Roman Catholic tradition. Um, I did not have the language or the knowledge of this at the time, but receiving my first communion is absolutely the moment I was first called to be a priest. Like that was oh, a huge, beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. I, and like anecdotally, a lot of times people think children like just don't quote, get it. They yeah. do. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, but then when I was 10, my mother so rudely, I joke, but uh, <laughs> she, um, she had her own call. My mom was called to ordination, had been her whole life, and that wasn't a possible path for her in our, our denomination. So um, we joined the United Methodist Church, and she was ordained an elder, so a priest, a pastor. Mm -hmm. um, so I then spent the next decade in the United Methodist Church. And as a pastor's kid, by the time I got to college, I was like pretty done with church yeah. <laughs> um, and pretty ready to kind of go my own way for a while, which lasted, yeah. I don't know, three weeks. And, <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think at that point I was, I mean, I went to school in a tiny town, Western Massachusetts, uh, which was wonderful. And um, I was very far from home. I'm from the South. So I was a thousand miles from home and I was missing something familiar yeah. Um, and I could go to church where I could walk and I could walk to a yeah. local Episcopal church and it was wonderful. And my priest, uh, was married. To, she was married to a woman. That was a really big deal to me at the time. I mean, still is a big deal, but it was like, yeah. whoa, um, blew yeah. my mind. And it was kind of a long, messy journey to officially becoming, um, an Episcopal deacon soon to be priest. But, um, the Episcopal church was really a deep call in for me because it felt really similar to my Catholic upbringing, which I'd really missed the 10 yeah. years I'd been in the Methodist church, which is like no shade to Methodist, right? Like we all have our preferences. Yeah, uh, of course. And, you know, the Episcopal church, we ordain queer women. So I was like, great, sign me up. That's the really yeah. short version. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that. I, I resonate with that because I love like the traditions of the Catholic church. You know, it's what we grew up with. It's what our parents. For sure. Yeah. But, but I love, I love the idea of women in ministry. I think Absolutely. ministry mm. needs what women can offer and what queer people can offer. And yeah. I just, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I also love that y'all are Catholic. You know, we, we need to be everywhere. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's not all about a A lot of people were like, well, you're just abandoning ship or if you leave, who's going to change when, cause I right. was actually in the ordination process in the Methodist church for a while before switching. Mm. And, um, you know, you need people to stay and you need people to go. Yeah. Jesus did both. So absolutely. Absolutely. And I feel like as Catholics, you know, 
you know, there's a lot going on with the Catholic church, but um, <laughs> we need people that are, are, you know, just dedicated to love and dedicated, you know, Absolutely. to Jesus and things like that. So, mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that. So our next question is, what are some common misconceptions about your faith? Oh, I think that we're all boring. <laughs> um, boring and uh, homophobic and judgmental and like very concerned with hell and heaven. And like, as I mentioned at the top, Christianity, it's a big tent. It is. Yeah. It is a very, very big tent. And um I think part of what has been so delightful for me about being on TikTok is not only are people surprised to see a woman in a collar, but I think they're also surprised to see me talking about like fat liberation, body positivity, uh, body inclusivity. And I'm like, these things are actually like quite central to a faith that is all about bodies, my friends. Like yeah. we literally every week are like, Jesus is like, do this in remembrance of me. And we consume Jesus's body and blood, which like gets a little freaky, right? If we really yeah. start thinking about it. But what I think that leads us to is to be a people who care about our bodily existence and not in a way that's like policing, but in a way that is deeply about liberation. And so I think that just really shocks people. And I will say, I think there's a lot of machinations, especially within American Christianity, that have tried to brand a particular stream in the delta of Christianity as the only way to be Christian. And that I just think is not true. I think there are many, many ways to be faithful. And we see that in scripture. I mean, you read the book of Acts and like Jesus has ascended back into heaven for five minutes and people are splintering off. Like, <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We've been messy for a long time. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I love that. I wanted to talk to you a little bit about TikTok. I mean, yeah. we found you on TikTok and, and I know TikTok can be, you know, you can be on the wonderful, happy side of TikTok and there's kind of like a, a scary side of TikTok. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But I, I just think it's so be beautiful what you're doing. You like make, you're making this accessible to people and you're just like oh, opening it you. up to, to people on the internet and it's amazing. So how, like, how did you get started on TikTok? What kind of drew you to the sort of like internet ministry, I guess? Oh my gosh, thank you so much for your kind words. Um, well, like many millennials, it hit to be about April 2020. And I was like, well, I've watched everything on Netflix. I guess I'll download yeah. TikTok. Um, and before being ordained, I worked in youth and family ministry for three years. So all my kids, and when I say my kids, I don't mean like my biological yeah. children, I mean like my children, my care, were all yeah. like, oh, like they were always, let's do a TikTok dance or whatever. And I was like, hey, I, okay. Uh, <laughs> but then I downloaded the app and I was like, oh, actually, this is like very sweet and like yeah. I at that point especially in, in like April 2020 I at least my for you page was all these families doing these dances together and it was like quarantine was still kind of novel at that point like we yeah. all weren't super sad yet yeah. um, <laughs> um so there was just this moment where I was like this is this feels different from Instagram this feels different from Facebook and um, and I have my, my friend, uh, David Peters has been on TikTok for forever and he's one of the progressive clergy. He wears his cassock and goes roller skating places. And, um, <laughs> I love that. so like, I knew that that was a thing. Um, and I knew that he'd had some, some real success with the app and I wasn't really trying to like, I don't know, get TikTok famous or whatever, but I was like, I feel like there is this platform is designed to reach, it's not like Instagram where it's just people you know who you're connected with right, right. away. It's like designed to reach people. Yeah. And I just know that in my own ordination process, I did not see very many people who looked like me 
in a collar. And um, I also knew that I was privy to all of these conversations in real life with my friends from seminary, with my professional colleagues um, about like the deep nuances of current events and how they theologic how we might reflect on them theologically mm-hmm. um and like even things around like the language we use for god and scripture and stuff like that and i was like well this just feels like something that should be shared and um you know i posted like uh i think my first video that did really well was a silly little outfit change video i did with my husband who's also a priest <laughs> i saw um, that that one was cute Thank you. Thank you. He always does them under duress, but then he has a ton of fun. And that one with the giant flamingo float, that was hundred percent his idea. Nobody ever say that. <laughs> but yeah, so it was just, it was honestly fun. It was a bit of boredom and a desire not to like, I don't know, be like scary and try and convert people, but just to show that like, it, it's a, Christianity is a big tent and people like me exist. Mm-hmm. And I want young women and non-binary folks and uh, trans folks in seminary to know that like they're not going it alone yeah. and I want like folks like y'all like I mean y'all clearly have wonderful parents I haven't even met your parents but I didn't oh. know you do you know they should be so proud of you Aww, thank y'all you. Are, seriously y'all are so thoughtful you engage with the world so critically and beautifully and you're clearly well supported in that and I just know there are a lot of kids who don't have that and yeah. I just want them to know that God loves them ultimately. Yeah. Even if life is really hard that somebody really cares about them. Oh my gosh. I love that so much. I love that so much. And we love what you're doing. I mean, I think you're really redefining what evangelization is. Yeah. You know, and it no longer has to be this very, you know, cold, like preachy, preachy yeah, like, you can just you meet, have to do this, yeah, you know, it, it can be rooted in love, and just meet people where they're at, and say, you know, that this, yeah. you know, I love it, I love Thank it, Thank you. We, we, oh my gosh, I could talk to you forever, like, this is, this is so great, and you just have such a wonderful, warm, and inviting, and, and friendly energy, and, and, Thank you so much for talking with us today. This was incredible. Oh, Maddie and Liz, thank you so much. What a joy to be with you. And thank you for your ministry and for all you're doing for face equality and for shining your beautiful lights. It is a gift and a privilege to get to have this conversation with y'all. Oh, is there anything you'd like to leave our listeners with today? Oh, um, can I leave with a little bit of a benediction? Is that okay? Oh my gosh, yeah. Lay it on us, girlfriend. All right, all right, all right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I offer this to, to everyone who is listening today. May you know and trust God who is within you, around you, through you, and caring for you. May you know and trust that you are incandescently beautiful, that no one and nothing can ever take away your worth, And may you be surrounded by a deep and abiding sense of love and courage and kindness. Amen. Oh my, like, I think that beats all of our outros ever. (laughs) That takes the cake. This was so wonderful. Thank you so, so much. Thanks y'all. Have a good rest of your day. Yes, you too. Stay healthy, stay safe. And we wish you all the best. 
We'd like to give a huge thank you to Animalts Landscape Contracting for their support of Courageously Kind. Animalts is a family-owned landscape contracting company in Berks County that has served Pennsylvania for over 35 years. If you're ready to get your landscaping project started, visit AnimaltLandscape.com or call 610-916-7070. Animalts Landscape Contracting, beautifying Pennsylvania one yard at a time. Thank you so much for listening. If you like this episode, feel free to share it with your friends, your family, or anyone you think might like it too. And if you want to support the show, leave us a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. It really does help. Or check out our merch store at courageouslykind.org. Take good care, and we'll see you back here real soon.